Benjamin Franklin was a founding father and an inventor, scientist, printer, politician, Freemason, and a diplomat. Franklin helped to draft the Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution, and he negotiated the 1783 Treaty of Paris ending the Revolutionary War. His family members were also involved in politics and in the American Revolution. Franklin's first child was an illegitimate son named William. William's loyalty to the British crown was the greatest dilemma in the Franklin family. As the governor of New Jersey before and during the Revolutionary War, William Franklin was an avid Tory who called his own father a traitor. William had a son named William Temple Franklin who sided with the cause of independence. From the age of 16, he worked as secretary to the American diplomatic mission under his grandfather, Benjamin Franklin, during the American Revolution. Temple received his highest public appointment as secretary to the American delegation at the Treaty of Paris in 1782-1783, largely through the influence of his grandfather. Sarah Franklin, whom they often called Sally, was Benjamin Franklin's only daughter. She married Richard Botch, who did many things to help in the revolution as well. Botch was the chairman of the Board of War in 1777 and paymaster in 1781. He also paid supply tax in 1782, which was a tax that helped with anything needed by the military. The American Revolutionary War was fought from 1775 to 1783. On the 18th of July, 1774, Congress requested that all colonies form militias of able-bodied men between the ages of 16 and 50. Due to the lack of any need for parental consent in many colonies, it was not uncommon for boys younger than 16 to enlist. During this time, the focus of daily life was more on making sure there was enough food and supplies for the colonies and the soldiers than on education. Some families maintained their normal life by continuing their regular jobs and tending their farms, while others helped the war effort. Then there were some family members who remained neutral while dealing with their daily lives, while other family members were helping in any way they could with the revolution. Like the family of Benjamin Franklin, Solomon Stevenson Sr.'s family was also involved in the American Revolution. Solomon Stevenson Sr. was born about 1718 in Virginia as the son of John Stevenson and Catherine Wiggs. The Stevenson family had been established in Virginia since the early to mid-1600s. Upon the death of his father, Solomon Sr. inherited John's home plantation located in Newport Parish, Isle of Wight County, Virginia. In January of 1745, Solomon Sr. then sold this property to William Crawford for 20 pounds. Solomon Sr. married a daughter of Hugh Matthews, but her name is unknown. 
Solomon Sr. and his wife had a son named Solomon Jr. who was listed in the will of his grandfather, Hugh Matthews. Solomon Sr.'s wife had apparently died before her father wrote his will because she was not listed in it. Solomon Sr. then married Sarah, his first wife's widowed sister. In 1756, Solomon Sr. received a land grant of 145 acres in Southampton County. Around 1760, the family started to sell their land and by 1769, Solomon had picked up his entire family and moved them to Johnston County, North Carolina. When the revolution began, Solomon Sr. was around 60 years old. Even though he was too old to fight, he enlisted anyway and became a drummer. He was fined once for not appearing for general alarm while he was assigned to Captain Needham Bryan's company. And in August of 1777, he was discharged for being too old to be a drummer. Six months later, Solomon Sr.'s oldest son, Solomon Jr., was appointed an overseer of the road in the room and district of Jonathan Smith. An overseer was an extremely important position. An overseer was appointed by the court to oversee a certain stretch of road and to maintain it. Many of the roads that required an overseer were used by the local farmers of the area to move their crops and harvest so they really needed these roads to survive. Roads were also vital to the war effort as they enabled troops to move more easily from one area to another. In 1778, James Stevenson, another son of Solomon Sr.'s, enlisted in the North Carolina militia. He marched to Kenston, North Carolina before proceeding towards Briar Creek in Georgia under the command of General Richard Caswell. On the 3rd of March, 1779, James fought in the Battle of Briar Creek under the command of Captain John Whitley. The battle was a surprise attack on the Patriots by the British. The Patriots were mostly North Carolina and Georgia militiamen, and the militia was in short supply of weapons and ammunition. Most of the Patriot militia did not have bayonets, so many broke and ran without even firing a shot when they saw the British charging at them. James Stevenson survived that battle even though many others did not. After serving for several months, he was discharged in South Carolina. While James was serving in the militia, David, another son of Solomon Sr.'s, had served as a juror. Juries were so important to our country's founding that King George's attempt to deprive the colonies of a trial by jury was listed as an abuse of power in the Declaration of Independence. Juries were often used to counter political oppression. In nearly every major document and speech delivered before the Revolution, the colonists portrayed trial by jury as a right that was essential. If the Revolution failed, the drawers themselves were at risk of being hanged for treason. Towards the end of 1779, Amos Johnston had heard about the need of supplies for the Patriots. Amos was the father-in-law of Solomon Sr.'s son, John. He was an older gentleman, like Solomon Sr., 
and he supplied a gun to the Patriots' armed forces. On the 7th of August, 1780, Major General Horatio Gates was joined by 2,100 North Carolina militiamen under the command of General Richard Caswell, and the group marched toward Camden, South Carolina. Solomon Sr.'s son-in-law, James Langdon, was a private in the Johnston County Regiment Militia under Lieutenant Colonel Benjamin Williams during this time. A battle broke out between these militiamen and the British. When it was over, the battle was a major victory for the British in the southern theater of the American Revolutionary War. Of the known casualties, 63 of them were from the North Carolina militia. Luckily for James Langdon, he survived. John Stevenson's brother-in-law, Abel Johnston, took up arms around 1781. When he enlisted in the North Carolina militia, he was a private under the command of Captain Israel Folsom. Captain Folsom's company was a horse and cavalry company in the militia. On the 15th of March, 1781, Abel was in the Battle of Guilford County Courthouse with this militia. The troops clashed for around two hours before the British retreated permitting their army to remain mostly intact. More than 25% of the Patriots were killed, wounded, or captured during this battle. Abel Johnston survived. A couple months after that battle, Solomon Stevenson Jr. died suddenly at the young age of about 40 years old, leaving his wife Anne and five young children. The children were scattered among his family members to be taken care of. Like many families during this time, the Stevensons were fighting for our freedom while also looking after their loved ones. Solomon Sr. died in 1794 in Johnston County, North Carolina. Even though it has been well over 200 years since Solomon Stevenson Sr. left this world, the legacy of this family of unknown patriots can still be found throughout the Pleasant Grove area of Johnston County. Thank you for joining the Smith Bryan Chapter DAR today and taking a brief look at what people would consider an unknown patriot of the American Revolution. <laughs>